Hey now, hey now, hey, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, brand new edition of Over the Line, November 13th, 2020. Ironically, it is Friday the 13th, so I hope you guys are ready for anything and everything. There's no telling what's going to happen today, but as I promised you, Dominion Voting Systems. That is what we're talking about today. And this is a very important point as you guys keep the faith in this fight to reelect Donald Trump. As of today, as it was yesterday, as it was the day before, as it was the week before that, there is no president elected for the 2020 term. None. There's not one. There is a president right now, and there is no president-elect. There's no such thing as an office of the president-elect. There's no such thing as any of that. Nothing. You've got Donald Trump, and then you've got Joe Biden, who just happened to be in an election as of the past week and a half, and there are no results. And we explained that to you yesterday. If you missed yesterday's podcast, you can go back on the YouTube channel and watch that. Or you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of these other places and see those things. But man, as I, I was looking into this, last night I was looking into it, this morning, and, and the more I did, because I, I knew a little bit about them, and, and I had actually even talk, talked about these voting systems over the past three, four, even five years, because this has been something that just, it didn't get a lot of attention, but it was out there if you were looking for it. As we move into a, a new age and, and we get more technology and sophisticated, we move into the future, we start using more computers, more technology, uh, estates are are uh, in the business of willing and dealing as far as what companies they're going to do business with to handle their voting, this is where we end up. That's outside of the fight of whether or not we should have simple things like voter ID laws. There's, for some reason, the left is, is very opposed to voter ID laws, and they, they are opposed to them under the charade of it's racist or it causes voter suppression or whatever, which, you know me, I, I can't think of anything more racist than saying, we shouldn't force people to show an ID at the poll because people like minorities, like like black people, they they don't have the means or the brain cells to get a a, a photo ID, a free photo ID. It doesn't even have to be a driver's license. Every, everybody needs an ID for everything. You can't do anything in life without an ID. You know that. But the politicians want to pretend like it's some big. Here's the thing: if if you're living a life where you don't need an ID. Ever, you don't do anything that requires an ID. Chances are you're probably not proactive enough to even want to go vote. Okay, is that a safe assumption? But Democrats play this game. They play this game of voter ID is the most evil thing and it's voter suppression, so on and so forth. I've actually got a list of all the things that Democrats would ask for before they ask for voter ID. Listen to this list right here. And realize you'd forgotten where you parked your car. Ever gone mountain biking? What do you want to be when you grow up? What's the right tip? 
Have you called a plumber to your home lately? How superstitious are you? How much money would it take to make you spend a night in a cemetery? Would you display this as a trophy? Do you have a pet? Do you have a sweet tooth? Do you believe in the power of a curse? Have you had your hearing tested lately? Planning a trip soon? Can you remember the tallest man you've ever seen? Do you love to go a-wandering beneath the clear blue sky? Have you noticed what big stars real estate agents have become? Are you careful with your personal records? Does your computer ever seem to have a mind of its own? Have you ever visited a Chinatown section in a major city? Have you ever visited a flea market? Have you ever visited a truck stop? Did you ever have a job as a waiter? Have you noticed how many successful restaurants are theme-based? Those are all the things that uh, that uh, Democrats would ask before they ask about voter ID laws. Because they don't care. It's not about voter suppression. It's, it's not about people that can't get an ID. It's about the ability to do what we saw them do in this election, which was cheat. Lie, cheat, and steal the election. They saw a golden opportunity when it came to COVID-19 to do just that on a scale like we've never seen, and so here we are. You know all that. I talked to you about it yesterday. But I want to get into specifically the Dominion voting systems. Now, yesterday during the show, as we were recording the podcast, the president tweeted out this. It was a tweet from an OAN reporter, Chanel Ryan, and she reported that Dominion deleted... 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analyst finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump votes were deleted. In states using Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. Now, there are a lot of states, I mean a lot of states and a lot of counties that are using Dominion voting systems. Now, the the way this works, I'm just going to try to explain it a little bit. People that have this technology of, you know, of, of voting systems in, in this case, they will approach a state and they will say, hey, we want to talk to your officials uh, about your elections. We want to possibly sell you this equipment so you guys can, can uh, you know, conduct your elections, you know, easily, whatever. And then they go on with their sales pitch. It's just like anything else in the marketplace. You know, any of you guys that work in sales, you know how that works. So they go around from state to state and apparently did a very good job of selling themselves to different states. But once you start looking into where it started... Who runs it? Who's involved with it? Who's selling this to states? It really raises a lot of questions. Now, the first thing I remember when the name Dominion came up was a time when Texas had turned it down when they were trying to be sold on it because they felt like it wasn't safe. And I think uh, one one of the news channels talked about this last night. You had... These people come to the Texas officials and try to sell them this voting system. And they had their experts, maybe a panel of five or six people, checking it out, testing it out, seeing if it was secure enough or accurate enough for them to use it within their elections. You know, local, state, federal elections. You know, each state does their own thing. And they found that it was a completely bunk system that it was easy to hack, it was easy to manipulate, 
and that there was nothing really safe about it. I think even one of the experts that were was testing it out just took a USB cord, plugged his phone up to the voting machine, and pulled all the data off from of the voting machine onto his phone. It's bizarre. But the origins of where these machines come from and then where they go when votes are cast, where the votes go, is probably the most troubling. Because we have no idea what happens to our vote. And this is why paper trails are so important and hand recounts are so important. And that's what's really going to help the president. So that's kind of the background on Dominion voting systems. I found a clip of Rudy Giuliani. He was on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And WABC, I'm not sure where they're out of. I don't know if that's a um, Philadelphia-based radio station. I don't want to say because I have I have no idea. But he's on there talking about this very issue and giving some amazing details as to what Dominion is all about. Not only that, but what they have found so far because of this. Now, another thing to keep in mind is Dominion is just one small factor here. We're talking about just the machines itself. We're not talking about voter fraud that has been committed by other entities and other people. This is just one piece of the big voter fraud puzzle. Listen to Rudy Giuliani on 77 WABC. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this was just yesterday. I have some experts here with me. The the question is... Let's see if we can uh, back that up real quick because we got something else going on. Of course, why can't we just... Why can't we just smoothly transition here? All right, let's go back to Rudy. How many extra votes could you do with the Dominion software if you were inclined to do it. I have some experts here. Just give me a, a rough estimate. Anything you want. Anything you want is the answer. Uh, you can, you can uh, basically, basically for, for, first of all, Dominion is a foreign company. What are they doing counting votes in uh, Michigan and in Georgia and in 20, 29 states? Question number one. Question number two, did anybody ever figure out what happened, to, what happened to the information? Right? I can say this, right? The information, that, the information goes, first of all, to the Canadian company. But the Canadian company really is kind of like a shell. They, they uh, contract with a company called SmartTech. Smartmatic. 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 Okay, now this is the part you need to follow. Dominion Voting Systems is a Canadian company as of right now. So when you vote on those systems in the 29 states or however many he said that that use this, and most of them the important states that we're currently looking at, initially your vote goes to Canada where that company is located. I was going to call it smart asses. I I mean Smartmatic. I hope they cut that off. Smartmatic. Smartmatic uh, is a, has its field office, its back office in Barcelona, Spain. So the votes go to Barcelona, Spain. Who the heck knows what they're doing with the votes in Barcelona, Spain? So they go to Canada, then over to Barcelona, Spain. And who knows who is dealing with these votes before we even find out what the total is. That should bother you. We don't know what they're doing with 
I mean, they could be adding votes for Biden. I don't think they're adding any for Trump. They're adding votes for Biden. They're doing anything they want. We have no, no idea. It's totally out of our control. It's out of our country. They had that big foul up in Antrim County, uh, uh, Michigan, where they had the votes re- reversed. I mean, sort of t- two to one for Biden. It actually was two to one for Trump. Lucky that was caught. How many more foul ups? We'll, you know, we'll have to see. And then who exactly is this company? What is it? I think you're going to be very shocked when you find out what it is. And uh, there could be a major problem, and I can't go into all the rest of it yet until it's fully developed. But I can tell you, my friend, you uh, you got a good nose for where the problems are. Yeah, so uh, that, that just gives you right there. That's just a little background on Dominion voting systems and what exactly uh, their MO is in the sense of what their background is. And now another important point, and this may be brought up in the next clip, is that the voting system, Dominion... Dominion Voting Systems was initially, the software was initially created in Venezuela by people that were in the circle of Hugo Chavez. Okay, now, when you think of Hugo Chavez, what's the first thing you think of? Probably rigged elections. I mean, maybe you can throw murder in there and starvation and socialist communism, you know. But but rigged elections shouldn't be the first thing you think of. Okay, that's where the software started. And then it moved on to this this company and that company, you know, it gets bought and traded and whatever else and ends up with this Canadian company who then receives the votes once they're cast in these 20-something states, in these battleground states. They then shoot it over to Barcelona, Spain. We don't know what's happening with these votes in the meantime. And then, I guess, whenever they get ready, they just kind of send the votes back to us and say, hey, here's what it ended up saying. That's just on paper where the votes go. We don't know what happens to them, and that's not calculating in any nefarious vote changing that's going on within this country. One thing you got to realize is we, politically, we are in one of the most polarizing times Probably of everybody's lifetime. Never seen it like this. You're hard-pressed to find somebody that is that actually pays attention to politics and is like, I'm not on either side. I'm just kind of in the middle. Everybody's got strong opinions one way or another. So what does that mean? That means you're going to be hard-pressed to find neutral people that will oversee these elections. When you're in Philadelphia... When you're in Detroit, the people that are making the rules, the people that are watching the votes, counting the votes, they likely have very strong opinions about who they like. And if they're as strong as how we see some people conduct themselves, I mean, people literally losing their mind over Trump being a Nazi, you don't think they'll take the step to alter the results of an election? Of course they will. They'll do anything to stop it because the media and the Democrats have worked them into a tizzy that they think that their lives, they, they will be killed if they don't stop Donald Trump. That He will ruin their life as they know it. So it's a no-brainer to say, well, yeah, we've got to swing this election. 
because Trump is going to ruin, ruin this country that I love. That's another factor that's, again, on paper, common sense stuff. But then you put in the Dominion voting systems, you, you put in where it comes from. Again, started off in Venezuela, people in Hugo Chavez's inner circle developed the software. And then it moves company to company. But now the top lobbyist for the Dominion voting software is the, the number two guy for George Soros's open society organization. Now, again, this has been brought up in the past, and I know for a fact that I've talked about it on the radio. You probably remember hearing it as well, that George Soros has his hands in some of the voting systems that we are using here in this country. Well, all that has come home to roost. Here it is. Rudy Giuliani was on with Lou Dobbs, and he explained a lot of that, not only about Dominion voting systems, but where they are currently at as far as finding illegitimate votes, illegal votes, and ballots that must be thrown out immediately. Listen to this. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm working on the part of the case which is demonstrating how many illegal votes were cast, and I'm way beyond the margin right. that I need in Pennsylvania or Michigan to overturn the vote there. We're up to about 623,000 unlawful ballots in Pennsylvania and about 320 unlawful ballots in Michigan. And in Michigan, of course, we have a couple of extraordinary witnesses, one of whom was a Democrat who worked for 30 years for the city of Detroit, who will explain that she started getting trained in how to cheat in September of 2020. Now, now remember those two things. They've got somebody on record that's likely signed an affidavit and said, Hey, they're training me on how to cheat. They're telling me what I need to do in order to swing this election in one direction. But also, also, be confident in what Rudy Giuliani said at the beginning there. He said in Pennsylvania and Michigan, and he's running this part of this, this campaign to eliminate voter fraud, he's already got enough in both of those states to overturn those elections. Does that mean he's actually going to overturn them? No, but that's a big step. If he has in hand illegal ballots that were cast and enough of them that put Joe Biden on top in each of those states and he can get those ballots thrown out, well, guess what? This thing is completely changed. So keep that in mind. If you come across the Facebook feed or, or Twitter or you're watching the news and you get discouraged, remember, these guys are working night and day to uncover all of this voter fraud. They'll also testify to 100,000 wow. ballots being shipped in about four in the morning after they had stopped counting. And they got into a panic because they thought they had made up the lead and Trump was still ahead by 120,000 votes. So they brought these ballots in in cars that had out of and trucks that had out of state license plates. They piled them on the tables, and from the witnesses that were there, from whom we have affidavits, every single vote was for Biden, and the ballots looked totally fraudulent. So uh, let me ask you this: If they have people, vans bringing in boxes of ballots at two, three, four o'clock in the morning. Why would those vans have out-of-state tax? 
Because again, this is all within the same state. You shouldn't be bringing ballots from another state. You shouldn't be bringing ballots from anywhere outside of the state whatsoever. Each state runs its own elections. For instance, if you're in Illinois, you're not, you, you have no reason to bring ballots from Ohio into Illinois. All the Illinois ballots should be in Illinois. Even the absentee ballots. Military, people that have moved, whatever. They all get mailed to Illinois. So why? Who are these people and where is this stuff coming from? Uh, only one person voted for. Rest of the ballot empty. Nobody bothered to look or check whether or not the um, envelope was valid. They just threw it away immediately. There was no Republican observer as the law of Michigan requires, and it's a misdemeanor not to do it. So I can't see these 100,000 votes standing, plus about 140,000 more that were counted deliberately out of the sight of any Republican who could check the validity of the ballot. And I think that number will go up. When we began in in Pennsylvania, we only had like about 130. We're now at 632. This was a a stolen election. I know know the, uh, the phony elites don't want to hear it. But this was a stolen election. The same pattern oh, exists in Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, yeah. Wisconsin. And I think, I think Rudy, I think that Rudy, the, the fact of the matter is this is, this looks to me like it may be, and I say maybe, I'm not suggesting it is. Sure. But following uh, the, the operation as when President Trump was a candidate to block his presidency. To follow yeah, yeah, this with is- the special counsel, first 11 months of investigation, then the special counsel investigation, which went nowhere except to uh, exonerate him, and then the phony impeachment. You had these people spend the entire presidency of Donald Trump, the entire four years, trying to get him out of office. In what reality it, would it not be plausible that they would cheat at this point to get him out? They tried everything else. It didn't work. Do you think they came up to Election Day with the opportunity at massive voter fraud right in front of them and said, you know what? I realize we, we've tried everything to get him out of office, but we're not going to take advantage of the election. It's just we'll, we'll, we'll do it fairly because we know we know our guy's going to win. So we're just going to we're just going to let it play out. No. You know why? They did that in 2016. (laughs) They were confident that their candidate was going to win. So they let it slide. There was a voter fraud in 2016, but not on this scale. They let it slide. And they got burned. They were not going to let that happen again. 300,000, 400,000. They had to do plenty of cheating in the middle of the night in order to catch up. And that's why they kept the Republicans out. Right. No reason not to it's, let the Republicans look is, at these ballots if they're legitimate. Why do you want this issue? That's the thing, too. Here's the way it all played out, and I'll explain it to you. For those of you that, that haven't figured it out already, they were confident, because of polls and whatever else, that Joe Biden was in a pretty good position to win. But the rallies and the, the numbers of people that supported the president didn't make them nervous. So they saw the opportunity with COVID 
to being able to take advantage, cheat, and, and add extra votes for Biden. So it was somewhat of an insurance policy, if you will. You know, the Democrats, they like their insurance policy, as the FBI did, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Their insurance policy was to have millions of ballots on standby in multiple states. So if Donald Trump, towards the end of the night on election night, took the lead, they would start pumping in these ballots, boxes of ballots, just start bringing them in until we could get Joe Biden over the finish line, until we could drag Joe Biden, a.k.a. Weekend at Bernie's, over the finish line to get ahead of Donald Trump. They did not anticipate that Donald Trump was going to get seven, eight, nine million more votes than he got in 2016. So they panicked. They panicked and they pulled the trigger for all the battleground states to start bringing in their votes. They started pumping them all in simultaneously. And next thing you know, Joe Biden's got 72, 73 uh, I'm sorry, what, what are we at now? 75 million votes, 76 million votes. They didn't have time to think it through. They panicked and they said, just bring them all in. We can't let Trump win this thing. And now they're in a position, a position they didn't want to be in, where Joe Biden has beaten Obama's 2008 landslide election by millions and millions of votes. And nobody believes that. Even the people that are on your social media, they're mocking you and laughing at you and saying you're a sore loser and a crybaby. Even they know Joe Biden did not beat Obama's 2008 record. They know it. But they don't care. Because they're so deranged, they just want the guy to win. No matter how it happens. They don't care that there's cheating. They don't care if there's transparency. They want Donald Trump out at all costs. And the problem is the people that were counting the votes, the people that were overseeing the people counting the votes, the people overseeing the mail carriers that were transporting the votes, they had that same mentality. They said, we will do whatever it takes. Or they were even getting pressured from people well above them. People in real power, like congressmen and senators. You heard it on the, 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 the tape yesterday that we played on yesterday's podcast, where the mail carrier was being, being interrogated by the USPS inspector general. He said, listen, we got, we got a lot of powerful people involved in this. Senators are breathing down my neck, so... I need you to remember what happened the right way. A.K.A. tell me what I want to hear. That's what we're looking at. That's what happened. And God bless the people on Trump's team for uncovering it. CNN's not going to decide this election. Fox News is not going to decide this election. The courts will decide this election. And your next question should be, how does the left react when they have been told for weeks on end that their guy won the election and then it's stripped away from them because of a court ruling? 
because they don't pay attention. They don't they don't understand that Joe Biden has not won. They legitimately think he's won. They don't research. They don't watch news. They just see what's popping up in their social media feeds. Listen to the people within their own echo chamber. Hearing the same thing over and over. Joe Biden's president. Imagine their shock when they find out Joe Biden actually didn't win and they're giving it back to Donald Trump. How do they react to that? That's one thing you better be ready for. Because that will be the meltdown of the century. We'll talk about that on uh, the next episode because that's a very important one that we need to uh, uh, address. I saw on the Geller report, she's talking about Dominion voting systems as well. And she said the officer of strategy and security, a guy by the name of Eric Comer, Eric Comer, Eric Coomer, he admitted in 2016 to vendors as they were trying to go around state to state and sell this thing that election officials have access to manipulate the vote. So they were admitting to people, to states, before they even sold it, that, hey, this thing could possibly, you know, you can get in here and do whatever you want with it. It is a computer. You just go to X, Y, and Z, and you can change it, really, to to anybody you want. They do that because they know that's a high selling point for some states. They know that's a high selling point for places like Chicago and Philadelphia. And some of these strong left-leaning cities. They're like, hey, if it doesn't go your way, you know, there's a way you can get in here and do the old swap Now, since this story has broke, they've actually taken this Eric Coomer guy's uh, name off of their website. You can't find him anywhere, but the articles have been screenshot. They're all over the place. You can do all the research you want to actually find this guy and find the, what, what he said during this particular meeting. I'm sure he said it in many more. But this is a corrupt, corrupt system that is being used all over the country. And we're finding out that it is one of the big culprits in stealing this election. All of this is coming out. Now keep in mind, I'm just a 35-year-old guy living in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm not an expert. I'm not a member of Congress. I've never held any high position. I'm just a regular dude, okay? I'm a regular dude that's able to find all this stuff out, to find all this information. So what do you think the guys that are on the battlefield right now are finding out? It's going to be explosive. And I think even for those of us that know voter fraud was going on and it's widespread once it's all laid out there i think we're all going to be shocked now that we know all that let's go over and check in with fox news and see what they think about the information with dominion voting systems fox and friends talked about it just this morning and i'm just going to ask you one thing i know you're not a software expert but what is the story with the dominion uh, the dominion voting system do you believe that there are any glitches in that that either side should be looking at 
Right now, all my kids are saying, oh, my God, someone's asking Dad about software and computers. <laughs> uh, the, uh, <laughs> they, knew, they, they knew this moment would come. How does this TiVo uh, thing the, work? I, <laughs> well, the thing is, um, we have had glitches in this. In, in Michigan, you had thousands of votes that were given to Biden that belonged to Trump. Now, that doesn't mean that there was a nefarious purpose. This is a new software that apparently is vulnerable to human error. And it was used, it was rather ubiquitous. It was used in a great number of states, about half of the districts in Michigan. And that's one of the reasons why some of us are saying, let's take a look at this, let's open it up to make sure that software systems like that function correctly. And if they were vulnerable to human error, that human error right. didn't occur. Those types of errors right. can affect a lot of votes. The well, president tweeted sure. that out last night. Yeah, right, he retweeted it. So I looked into it um, with that Dominion software. Five counties in Michigan and Georgia had problems, and the Dominion software was used in two of the counties, and in every instance, largely it was a, uh, it was a human error of a problem, but the software did not affect the vote counts. Mm. So Steve Ducey, software, election software expert, says that all the shadiness we know about Dominion now, it didn't really affect anything. So it's okay. Everybody can chill. There's nothing to worry about. Steve Ducey says everything is a-okay. Fox News will crash and burn. They cannot survive this. I talked about it yesterday. I don't know what their motive is. I think it's a mixture of nostalgia, of missing out on the Obama years and being able to attack the president, as well as trying to stay in the cool kids club with the rest of the media outlets. Those are the two factors that keep them discrediting allegations of voter fraud. These people will end up with egg on their face. Fox News, in their slow turn to the left, will be their demise, and it's going to be over. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, they all need to be praying to God that Donald Trump wins. Who's going to watch CNN and MSNBC if Joe Biden wins? They're not even allowed to cover the guy. Do you know Joe Biden called it a lid at like 10 o'clock yesterday morning? He's calling himself the president-elect and he's ending his day at 10 a.m.? And they're giving reporters zero access to him, to talk to him, to ask him questions. This is why nobody believes Joe Biden got as many votes as he did. It's all a sham. It's all corruption from the highest levels in our government. We watched it happen for four long years. And guess what? We brought it to light every single time. This time will be no different. They're not going to get away with it. Keep the faith. Hold the line. Trump is going to win this thing. You watch. That's it for Over the Line. More episodes coming up very soon. Make sure you like, subscribe, share this with your friends and your family. Make sure you're with us on all the social media. Me, we, Parler. We're still on Facebook. We're still on Twitter. Anywhere you do social media, we're there. Look us up. Until next time, see you, cuz.